Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I first met in person with Evie in the summer of 2009. I'd arranged with her husband of 12 years. His name was Matthew. He wanted me to see her for an interview. Evie had initially agreed, since I wasn't actually a journalist, but instead I was a college student, a wannabe writer. But if all of this went well... This college assignment would be my start to a successful and long journalism career. We scheduled the interview for a particular weekend when I was in town visiting family. But at the last minute, Evie changed her mind and locked herself in the couple's bedroom and refused to meet with me. For half an hour, I sat with Matthew as we sat outside the bedroom door. I listened and tried to keep up with the note-taking while he attempted fruitlessly to calm his wife. The things Evie said made little sense but fit the pattern I was expecting even though I could not see her. I could tell from her voice that she was crying. The reason for her objection to see me was because of something to do with her dreams – her nightmares to be exact. Matthew repeatedly apologised that the interview had been cancelled, but I did my best to take it in my stride. Besides, it's not like I was a reporter being paid to get a story. I was just some amateur hack trying to get information. I would just find another case to put my time and resources into. Evie was an administrator for a small bulletin board system in 1997 when she first encountered the JPEG entitled Smile, and it changed her life forever. She and Matthew had only just gotten married. Evie was one of the estimated 400 people who saw the image when it was posted as a hyperlink on her work system. Though to date, she's the only person who has spoken openly about the experience. The rest have chosen to remain nameless. Or maybe they have just passed on. In 2007, when I was a senior in high school, Smile.jpg was first brought to my attention by my burgeoning interest in web-based urban legends. Evie was the most often cited victim of what was sometimes referred to as Smile Dog. Even though this was a topic of interest, what caught my attention was the sheer lack of information. The most pointed reason for this was that most people didn't believe it even existed, and it was definitely a rumour or a hoax. 
What made this unique too was that the entire phenomenon centred on a picture file. But this file is nowhere to be found on the internet. Other picture-based internet lore you find littered all over the internet. But apparently Small Dog can only be found on 4chan, but I strongly believe that these are fakes because they don't have the true effect that the actual Small.jpg is believed to have. In particular, the sudden onset of temporal lobe epilepsy and acute anxiety. Neither Small.jpg nor SmileDog is mentioned anywhere on Wikipedia. Pause this and check yourself. That's even though that website does have pages for more scandalous shock sites like Hello.page or Two Girls One Cup. And don't pretend like you haven't Googled those yourself. But it seems like any attempt to create a page pertaining to small.jpg, they're quickly deleted. Encounters with small.jpg are the stuff of internet legends. Evie's story is not unique. There are unverified rumours of small.jpg showing up in the early days of the internet, and even one persistent tale that, in 2001... A hacker flooded forums with a deluge of small.jpg pictures, causing almost half of the forum's users to have epileptic seizures. It is also said that in the late 1990s, that small.jpg was circulated as a chain email with the subject line, Smile, God loves you. Yet despite the huge exposure these stunts would generate, There are very few people who admit to having experienced any of them, and no trace of the file or any link has ever been discovered. Those who have claimed to have seen Smile.jpg often weakly joke that they were far too busy to save a copy of the photo to their hard drive. However, all alleged victims offer the same description of the photo – that it is a dog-like creature. Something similar to a Siberian husky, if that helps you imagine. It is in a darkened room, and the creature is illuminated by only the flash of the camera. The only other detail that is visible is a human hand extending from the darkness on the left side of the frame. The hand is said to be beckoning. Something or someone... Most of the attention, though, was given to the dog-like creature. The muzzle of the beast is reputedly split into a wide grin, revealing two rows of very white, very straight, very sharp, very human-looking teeth. Now, of course, this is not a description given immediately after viewing the picture but rather a recollection of the victims who claim to have seen the picture endlessly repeated in their subconscious while they are having endless epileptic fits. These fits are reported to continue while the victim sleeps, giving them very vivid and disturbing nightmares. Some have reported this can be treated with medication, though it is more effective for some than others. 
I have to assume that Evie was not effective with the medication. That was why after my visit to her house in 2009, I sent out feelers to several folklore and urban legend-related Facebook groups, websites and mailing lists. I really was hoping to find the name of another supposed victim of Small.jpg who would actually talk to me about their experience. For a while, nothing happened, so I forgot about the whole exercise for a while, to be honest. Another school year had started and I was swamped in college assignments and essays. However, Evie contacted me via email near the beginning of March 2008. She apologised for her behaviour when I came to interview her. She asked for my forgiveness and that, at the time, she was afraid. Matthew contacted me later that month with the news that his wife had killed herself. While cleaning up the various things she'd left behind, you know, closing email accounts and the like, he had found a diskette. A diskette that Evie had hidden away. She entitled it her worst nightmare. In his grief, knowing this was the cause of his heartbreak, he had burnt it until it was nothing but a stinking pile of blackened plastic. However, the part that most disturbed him, the reason he contacted me, was how the diskette had hissed as it melted, like some sort of animal. I will admit that I was a little uncertain about how to respond to this. At first I thought maybe this was a joke, with the couple belatedly playing with the situation in order to get a rise out of me. However, a quick check of several newspapers, online obituaries, it proved that Evie was indeed dead. Now, of course, there was no mention of suicide in the article. I decided that, for a time at least, I would not further pursue the subject of Smile.jpg, especially since I had finals coming up at the end of the following month. But the world has odd ways of testing us. Almost a full year after I'd returned from my disastrous interview with Evie, I received another email. It was from an untraceable email address, and it said that it had heard that I was interested in Smile Dog. It said that it wasn't as bad as everyone had said, and there was an attachment. The attachment was entitled Smile.jpg. The last sentence of the email chilled me to my bone. Just spreading the word. I considered downloading the attachment for some time. It was most likely a fake. And even if it weren't, I wasn't entirely convinced of Smile.jpg's influence over people. Yes, Evie's account had shaken me, but she was probably already mentally imbalanced some way. After all, how could a simple image do what Smile.jpg was said to do? What sort of creature was it that could break into someone's mind by simply looking at it? And since this whole idea was blatantly absurd, then why did the legend exist at all? 
If I downloaded the image, if I looked at it, and if Evie turned out to be correct, if Small Dog came to me in my dreams demanding that I spread the word, what would I do? What would happen if I lived my whole life as Evie had? Fighting against the urge to give in until I died too? Or would I simply just spread the word, eager to put it to rest? But how could I do that? If this was all indeed true, how could I live with myself, burdening others with this nightmare? If I went through with my earlier intention to write a small article about Smile.jpg, I could attach it as evidence. And then anyone who would read the article, anyone who took interest, it would be their decision whether to look at the picture and be affected. And that's even assuming that Smile.jpg attached to the email was genuine. Would I dare be unaccountable enough to save myself in that manner? Could I spread the word in such a haphazard way? Yes. Yes, I could. If you wish to submit an original creepy story for consideration for the podcast, please visit our website, beyondyournightmares.com. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram, Beyond Your Nightmares, and Twitter at Beyond Your Night. If you like what you heard today, we would love your support by sharing on your social media of choice. You can also help the show if you could rate, review and subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. Audio production and hosting is by me, Ali. Music is by Mayu. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.